Robert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 112 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? Good. I'm already thinking about episode 150. I'm past 112. <laughs> well, that's 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 pretty far off. I mean, I know, I know. We have big things <laughs> planned. Do we? <laughs> yeah. All right. I sure. thought my idea was really good. I thought that was right, yeah, super yeah. fun. Yeah. Sure. That's yeah. Well, we'll have to do some more brainstorming. But, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you have we have one plan. <laughs> oh, there could be multiple have, plans. You need several plans. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to have more plans than just the one. So, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're be still than episode hundred, though. Yeah. Well, so I don't know if the see. video will be, but the video of episode what two hundred one fifty will be as good as one hundred. But we'll, we'll do cooler things than the bag. I think. I think right. that's cooler than the bag. The bag was cool, but yeah, the bag was fun. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> bit of a teaser there, but yeah, there you let go. people think on that one. Yeah, wait thirty-eight weeks from now, and then you'll uh, <laughs> yeah. then, then you'll then you'll be there. So I guess what's that's toward the end of the year at this point, right? So thirty-eight weeks from now, yeah, yeah. So uh, was that November? Maybe it's perfect math timing because again, it's 40? just coincide with no, maybe October before yeah. Christmas. So yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, we got some uh, we got some listener questions. Should go through some of these. Anybody want to read the first one from Becky? No. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Becky says, any thoughts about DVC doing that four nights, get the fifth night free at Alani? I know Hawaii tourism is is in desperate need, but was I the only one thinking how insane it was that uh, since these were uh, things booked with points, just adding an extra night uh, seemed much more interesting than if, if it were cash days. Uh, yeah, so I, I, I do, I did get that email. I did think it was kind of interesting. Um, I, you know, I, I would love to go to Hawaii, but I mean, not right now. I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, not the place to go for me right now. <laughs> I, it's a lot, that's a long, uh, plane ride. And I just, you know, pr- less for Trevor, but still a lot of, nah, it's still a long plane ride. <laughs> yeah. Shorter than our plane ride though. would yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's an interesting offer. I, I do think it's uh kind of neat that they're doing a thing where they're adding a, a, a day, um, you know, with being booked with points, I, I'm not sure how they make that work out financially. I guess I, I don't, I don't know how that works, but whatever. I mean, if that's the the offer they want to have, then cool. Yeah, I, I wonder if this is just purely a symptom of the fact that things were closed down for a while, and it, it feels like you know Alani is kind of separate from everything else, right? And I, I wonder if. Yeah, you know, Alani specifically, they're looking and going, well, we know that we're not going to have, you know, the same volume of people going to Florida. So, you know, they need to sweeten the pot a little bit. And they probably have enough leftover points or points that have, um, I can't remember what the term is for. But yeah, basically like points that they can turn into cash or whatever that they can probably offer this without causing a financial hit. And at that, it's probably... Yeah, anyone that takes them up on it is is probably of a benefit to them right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's 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 a good deal. It's like the the ticket deal, right? Where you know you add two days for the four days. I mean, that's these are they're, Disney's doing these things to to get people through the doors, right? And yeah, that's that's what they need. So, all right. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's. So, people are asking hard questions this week. <laughs> yeah, they re- they are really hard. Yeah. yeah this, this is really. I, I don't. I don't know the answer to this. I don't think anyone does. Right. So. All right. Let's. All right. So Paul asked. Right, he doesn't ask a question. Actually, he says, "I would love to have a discussion about how resale restrictions will affect non Riviera resorts uh, in 2020, 2042, um, What is that? Boardwalk, Beach Club, and what's the last one? BRV. Uh, uh, that would be, um, Boulder Ridge. Oh, Boulder Ridge. Yeah. Bo- yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I would, yeah. You just, I yeah, just too, too, too many B <laughs> acronyms there. So, so yeah. as, as of 2042, those three, those three resorts all roll off. As you think about buying direct versus resale, nobody ever talks about the fact that direct buyers will have access to the next version of these resorts in 2043 and beyond. 
I know 2043 is a ways off, but people thinking about buying into DVC, I would think that buying direct and getting access to those three resorts beyond 2042 would be a key selling point. Um, the short answer, yes, but probably not for another 10 to 15 years, honestly. Yeah. So the, it, at, at, like, I know where Paul's head is with this, but yeah, it's just way too early. It's, it's so far out that, you know, we're not thinking about that right now. They're, they're, they're not even selling that as an incentive, um, on buying direct is, you know, Hey, you know, the, you know, these new resorts are going to come up to replace the old ones, or they're going to redo the structure around them or whatever, when those contracts run out. But yeah, you know, we're, we're talking what we're 20 years out. Like, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> a lot can change between now and then. Yeah. It's still pretty far off here. And, and I, you know, I don't think we know how that's going to look, uh, you know, when that, when that comes up. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's, I think it's hard to know what's going to happen 20, you know, 22 years from now. So yeah, I, I don't really know. I don't have a good answer for this or, or I don't, I don't, I don't even know what the discussion we could, could be about it. Cause we don't, we really don't know what that's going to look like. So yeah, exactly. it's an interesting question though. It's a, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we've had a discussion about this before, but yeah, I, I feel like we did it a long time ago. But again, the, the problem is, is that everything that we could talk about is just purely speculation because, you know, Disney really doesn't reveal their hand until things are, you know, a couple of years out. So even with this, you know, I, I wouldn't see Disney selling, you know, direct membership saying, you know, hey, in 10 years, we're going to be building this resort because that's really a non-selling point for a lot of people, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I would agree. Yeah. So Damon, you wanted to thank somebody? Yeah, I mean we have a new picture for the the group. Uh Ellie sent it over to us, so I just thought that was uh, very nice. I actually like it. I, I don't say I like it better than Tom's picture. It's different. We needed a little bit of a change as the group continues to grow. It's always nice to get a new picture. So I just wanted to thank her for taking the time while at Disney to get those two great pictures for us. Yeah, it's uh it's uh I think it's one of the new buses as opposed to the picture I took I think was one of the old buses. So so it's you got you gets a little bit of a different look, right? So yeah, that's, that's, like that's it. nice. Yeah. Ho- hopefully she was safe doing that and didn't just jump out in front of a bus to, <laughs> to <laughs> That's what I picture. did. I just I just jumped in front of a bus. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. Listeners don't do what Tom did. Don't jump. Yeah. <laughs> jump in front of a bus and take a picture. <laughs> Kristen wants us to to try to convince Damon to stay at either Polly or Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I don't care I, enough. I, I can't win this one, honestly. Well, I, I don't think we can convince Damon of anything. Like, no, I, well, <laughs> well, well, it's true. It's true. Honestly, you know, knowing Damon and his family dynamic and everything, Polly is just not the resort for him, it, and that's fine. It, it, it's not that. So again, we were there during the worst thing that probably happened in Disney history, right? So that was the first thing being at Polly. And then the second thing is, is that I just don't care enough between the two and our friends that we travel with are at animal kingdom. So it's not liking one or the other better. It's just really care. Just I don't you like up. the food at animal kingdom though. That's the, that's the only thing. So between these two, again, like I just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I, you know, I, I mentioned in the last episode, I, I'm taking a trip now and at the end of April and uh, we actually were able to get rooms at boardwalk. So I'm pretty excited to stay. Yeah, I do too. I'm excited to stay at boardwalk again. I I think that'll be fun. And especially I was shocked that I was able to get them with the flower and garden festival going on. Cause usually when there's festivals going on, you know, those, those Epcot resorts right there are a little bit more challenging to get rooms at cause you can just walk right into the back of Epcot, but um, we're only going to be there for a couple days. It's just like a long weekend kind of thing. So um, but yeah, so I'm excited to stay at Boardwalk. I, I knew I wouldn't have to convince you to, to stay at Boardwalk, David. So I was, <laughs> no, I do like Boardwalk. Yeah. So yeah. I, go ahead, sorry, Trevor. I, I was going to say, and, and I feel, you know, try, trying to convince, you, you know, whether it's Damon or anybody else to stay at the Poly, I, I honestly don't want to convince people to stay there. He wants to convince people not to stay there, so it's yeah. easier for him to book. Well, I never <laughs> I never have a problem booking it. It's just, it it feels like, you know, it's kind of... I, I kind of found that nice sweet spot where like I can get to magic kingdom easily and Epcot and stuff without too much stress. And it, it's just that right place. It, it's like one of those, when you, when you know, when you know, it's right, you know, kind of thing. And yeah. I, I don't, I, I don't want to sell other people on it. Honestly, <laughs> you want it to be your hidden gem. <laughs> yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, get, I get it. I get it. Yeah. It makes sense. 
Uh, so Dan wants to know with the upcoming release of Raya and the last dragon, uh, what is your favorite Disney dragon? Jake. Yeah, that's the easy one. Jake. Yeah. Um, Tom yeah, probably they, doesn't even know who that is though, Trevor. So yeah, I, I don't know who that is. Who's that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> American dragon, Jake Long. It's a, yeah. it's a series that was on a few years ago. It's still not on Disney plus yet, but definitely watch it when you get it's chance. coming though. Yeah. 2005. It was. Uh, two seasons, super good show, but it will be coming to Disney Plus soon enough. Uh, I'll admit I went down a bit of a rabbit hole looking up dragons and realized that there's way more dragons in there Disney are than I realized. Yeah. I mean, I think my answer to this is easy, though, right? Figment. I mean, of course it's Figment. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, what were you going to say, Damon? No, I said that there are a lot. I yeah. um, Yeah, I mean, Figment's cool, but nah, he's not Jake Long. Yeah, I don't. Well, since I don't know what you're talking about, then uh, it's so terrible. <laughs> it really is. I I've never even heard of that, so I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh my goodness! Uh, yeah, that, that's da- da- terrible. Damon, I saw you weren't feeling the the trailer for that movie. I mean, it's it's really good until the dragon. The problem is the dragon's terrible. I'm not gonna lie, the dragon's voice and general demeanor. It's the hormone kind of- monster from from Big Mouth, and and that's terrible. It I just, mean, it's not terrible because Big Mouth's funny, but yeah, it's just it's. But it just surprised people. me when I heard the dragon start talking. I was like, "Oh, that's not what I expected from this." <laughs> you know? No, and the thing is, it's it's very like genie-ish, right? Like, so the first thing we hear is the dragon using an American saying, you know, relating back to you know being in a project and the other person doesn't work on it. Like, it just like I fourth wall breaking. Yeah, yeah, very much so, but not in a cool Aladdin way. I guess that's probably not just an American thing, as an everywhere thing. It just seems like something that that dragon shouldn't know. I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really think of it that way. Um, I just, I just, when I heard the dragon talk, I was like, oh, that's you know, I just kind of didn't expect that coming from the dragon. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, it looks cool though. The still. baby's I mean, funny though. Yeah, like, yeah, that's cool. Funny. Like yeah. I can I can suspend disbelief for that, but yeah, it looks good though, and it may be the first one that we purchase on the day of, right? Like it looks that good. It looks amazing, and I think the aspect of the different tribes and the fantasy and the martial arts it looks really good. But the dragon's brutal, <laughs> which it's is supposed t- to be the focal point of the story. Yeah, but. yeah, yes, that's that's correct. <laughs> yeah. This is this is off topic, but I I started watching uh, uh, dinosaurs on Friday because that is now on mm-hmm. Disney Plus, mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, I kind of remembered it from when I was a kid. You know, I I remember having a board game of dinosaurs, um, and I also vaguely remember like McDonald's toys. I think yes, yeah, yeah. there were McDonald's toys, right? Yeah. But I, I didn't remember much about the show itself. But I, I you know, I found myself. I, I watched maybe like three episodes of it, and um, it was it was not what I remembered. But I, I, I enjoyed it. It was, uh, you know, it, it doesn't hold up as well. But um, I'm, I'm amazed by the, not much the puppetry. Does. Yeah, no, yeah. but I'm amazed by the puppetry in that show. And I had to laugh because, you know, the baby's talking and the baby was like the star of that show pretty much. And I'm like, the baby sounds like Elmo. Like, the baby sounds like Elmo to me because I hear Elmo in my house nonstop. That's what's funny, though. It was Elmo. It, oh, yeah. yeah, it's the same actor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it was Elmo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why it's funny. The problem with that show is is that the last episode was just brutal. Well, they, they, they kill off all the dinosaurs? Yeah. Yeah, but in a brutal way. It's just, it's it's tough it's, for a show like it, that. Yeah, it, to, to go from, like, that family sitcom to ending on such a, a rough topic. Like, yes. because, because, yeah, lots of sitcoms have done hard topics, like, in the middle of it, but they never finish on it like that, right? Well, yeah. Th- the third episode is all about their the grandmother turning seventy two and they're going to walk her into the tar pits. Like that's, that's I mean, yeah, kind of fun. But but yeah. there's a lot of like that's not world ending. No, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. That that show was you know I was saying this too. Like that was and you know I was I was younger obviously when the show came out and I just I didn't remember. Um, I don't want to say it was like dirtier than I remember, but it was a little more adult than I remembered. I guess you know. Mm. <laughs> but that, that's the wonderful thing about many shows from our childhood is that yeah. they did they did actually have a lot of those jokes we just missed them because we weren't mature enough to understand the jokes which is a problem now when you're an adult because you have to like you watch shows and you're like that's not appropriate for my kid but they don't get it 
Like, yeah, but the <laughs> internet has made them get a lot more than we true. ever got anyway. That true, true. but but even even with that, like I, I will say this: my my son has caught things on the internet, but he he doesn't understand the context around a lot of the things that have been brought up to him. And it's not until I explain to him that he goes, "Oh, that's what they meant." Like they're yeah, yeah. It, it's still yeah. Well, I mean, Disney does a lot of that, right? I mean, if you watch just Toy Story, and the, the first, like, 15 minutes of Toy Story is filled with, like, adult jokes that you don't get when you're a kid, you know? <laughs> like, there's there's a lot of those kinds of things in there. So, uh, but, it, I mean, I just, I found myself watching it just enjoying the, the, even for, like, early 90s, how cool the puppets were, you know, that they, the suits that they were in, and, like, how, you know, they can make all these facial expressions and, and all that kind of cool stuff. I was just the, 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 the puppet piece of it and just in like the actual, I guess I want to say the art of it, you know, was, was really cool to me. And I think it was, I think it was the last thing that Jim Henson worked on before he died. So I, I think that was like his project. Um, so yeah, it's, I mean, you know, it doesn't a hundred percent hold up, but it's on. It Disney was Plus. his haunted mansion. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Cause he tried to get it done for many years. So, um, yeah. but anyway, but anyway, I just wanted to, point that out that i was watching that so it's on <laughs> disney plus so do they, do they have it on disney plus canada too trevor i know yeah, you guys get yeah, stuff we, at different times so yeah we we did get at the same time again i i still don't understand why certain things do and don't come to disney plus up here um d- back to the dragon thing i, I want to call yeah, out a couple of other weird dragons that people may not have been aware of because like i said i went down this rabbit hole and i i forgot that in the show dave the barbarian there was actually a dragon named faffy Ooh, Dave the Barbarian, yeah. another great show. Is that yeah. on Disney Plus? I don't think it is yet. Oh, Dave the Barbarian. So, yes, such a so, good show. So, so that's a good. Dra- Tom must not have seen All, it then. Also, he, here here's nope. one that completely blew me away: is that the Mighty Ducks animated TV show had a dragon in it? It did. Yeah. <laughs> so he's his name is Astaroth, and he was from an alternate dimension version of Anaheim. And he, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I don't yep. remember that at all. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, okay. yeah. Fun, fun stuff, eh? <laughs> wow. So, okay. so Astaroth actually might be up there for, um, for you know, cool dragon just because of how ob- ob- obscure his backstory is. <laughs> yeah, that's that's yeah. interesting. I mean, do, do, do either one of you guys go, you know, with uh, what, Peach Dragon, Elliot? No. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not a big Peach Dragon fan. That, like, again, that, that that's like an obvious one, but like, e- yeah. like between that, like I would even pick Maleficent before oh, that yeah. because you know Maleficent is like that's the dragon, right? Like, what about Mushu? No one went Mushu. Mushu's nah, a good nah, one. No, no, he's okay. he's he's again, he's closer to a lizard than a dragon. <laughs> well, I mean, he's a dragon. He's just yeah, a small dragon. That's all. Do the tongue thing. I know. <laughs> he's I know. Just, just a tiny dragon. That's that's all. Uh, we're going to talk more figment at the end of the show too. Yeah. All right, <laughs> yeah. we, we should probably keep moving then. <laughs> All right, yeah. I got a little more figment at the end. I don't know if you guys read it, but there's something yeah. funny. <laughs> I, I, I've, I read that. Yeah, that's great. It's really excellent. Uh, so Francisco uh, wants to know: Disney has to eliminate one DVC resort permanently. Which one are you choosing to let go, and why? Vera Beach, Hilton Head, non-options. I don't think you're allowed to give us uh, restrictions on this, Francisco. I think if we want to eliminate one of those two, that we should be able to. No. Polly, no. Polly's gone for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Harsh. Fine. I just, I just I, again, I, I probably yeah. won't go there again. So if I'm going to eliminate one, it's got to be one I've already been to and one I might not go to again anytime soon. So that would have to be Polly. Can I, can I just eliminate the cabins at one of the one no. of those resorts? Why not? Cause the, because that's the cabins not the are rules. Fresh. You got to eliminate a whole DVC DVC resort permanently. Right. So. Saratoga Springs, boom. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you hosed yourself because since that's the biggest one, now you hosed yourself. Yeah, kills availability for See, everybody else. Right. But but so do the 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 having the cabins. The, the cabins hurt too. So so anyway, go. <laughs> so I I would eliminate Boulder Ridge only because of the whole Boulder Ridge Copper Creek thing that yeah. confuses the heck out of me. Just buy Boulder. Make it Ridge. one name. <laughs> yeah, well, get get rid of Boulder Ridge, and then you can have Copper Creek, and that's it. Like, have them both be Copper Creek. Yeah. No, not both. No, no, it no, goes away. Yeah, the other one just. Well, what do you do with the like, extra building though? Then there's just a building sitting there out there. Oh well, they, not doing a new it. lounge. It's a new lounge. Yeah, that's, based that's on quite the lounge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a big building. Yeah, big lounge. 
you could build like a new Disney Quest there or something. Oh, there you uh, go. Disney yeah. Quest. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. There was um, still nothing better than that rapid ride. I, that ride was the best. It was. I enjoyed that. I mean, it was so family friendly. It was so crazy. It was just, and it was so like new in comparison to what existed out there. Like it's just, I just remember the, the paddles with the, um, wheels on them, wheels on them. Yeah. And it was just like, <laughs> wow, this is so cool. <laughs> you, you could do something like it in VR, but it wouldn't feel the same. No, it definitely wouldn't. That was the best part about it. It was um, tactile. Yeah, agreed. All right, uh, let's <laughs> let's see. Uh, Chris says uh, also random speculation slash rumor, but they say that the newly released video that the Ep- they say in the newly re- released video that the Epcot Lounge will remain open for 2021. That seems very specific and not reassuring about years afterwards. They, this happens every year. Yeah, um, yeah, they, but I'm starting to feel kind of scared with all the cuts that this may be something that goes. I, I feel Chris here. I yeah, I, I definitely feel that too. But but every year the, this same thing happens where they they, re, they renew the lounge yearly, and yep. it basically is it's an agreement between DVC and Disney proper, and it will stay there until basically Disney decides to do something different with Journey to Imagination. Or until DVC decides they don't want to pay for it anymore. <laughs> that, that too, but I, I don't see... I mean, right now, I, I think Disney has it worked... Like, again, losing the lounge would mean that there's something else coming. Because, I would hope so. Because that's... Uh, and I, I know what you're saying, Damon, that you know, you know, you know they're, they're, they're trying how to cut costs How much money do you think but, wrapped up in there? Like, how much money does DVC pay to Disney for it? Yeah, you got to pay for, what, three yeah. people's yearly salaries, right? Well, those are DVC employees anyway that are there. They're, I think they just You're pay still for paying the them, though. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're, they're paying them, but I'm saying they, they rotate those people from, uh, I don't know where it's, they rotate It's still them. a man year out. You know, it's it, a yeah, man yeah, year. It, it's so. three full-time sure. positions that yeah. you're losing, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're not. Uh, what I'm saying is, DVC's not paying Disney for that because it's the DVC employees already. They're they're yeah, paying exactly. them for the, the space. There's still yeah. money though. They could still yeah, get yeah. rid of them and save yeah. that money. So you have three employees. You have whatever they're paying to Disney, and then you have soft costs. Yeah, soft. Oh no, it's probably that, so. half a million dollars though. Probably, probably, yeah. I think that's I, probably true. I, I feel. I mean. Scaling this versus something like Moonlight Magic, I don't think this is hitting the books nearly as hard as like Moonlight Magic events. Oh yeah, those are definitely more expensive. I I don't know how much like does DVC have to pay Disney to rent out the whole park or something? Like, I wonder how that works for Magic. I would assume so. And and then again, you got to pay for you know people have to be there to run the event and and all that, right? Like. It's, it's yeah. got to be expensive. It does. It has to be very expensive. And the fact that they did so many before, you know, last year, um, they were they were spending a lot on those events. So, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I almost forgot that Moonlight Magic existed because we just, you know, we haven't had it to talk about for a year. So just haven't even thought about it, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, no, I think you're right. But they are saving money on those things right now, right? So they're not having to spend that. On Moonlight Magic and any of that other stuff, and it's not like they've yeah. come up with a whole lot of extra benefits that they're giving us or anything. So yeah, and and that's why I don't think the lounge is going anywhere anytime soon because it is still a perk, and it's you know I think it's still enough of a selling point that they're not going to they're not going to justify getting rid of it until like I said, there's something substantial to replace it. Gotcha. That makes yeah. sense. All right, so, so the, Chris <laughs> wanted to know, why do you think DVC struggles so much with messaging and relating to members? I assume Damon may not care, but for operating a people-centric business, Terry Schultz really seems to be bad at relating to people. See, I, I think they ouch. communicate well. I, you know, <laughs> what, what were you going to say? Tra- tra- I just said, ouch, that's a bit of a call out there. Yeah, it is. But I, I don't see, I've never thought that they communicated poorly. I mean, they all the information's on the website. They email us. They put it out there on social media. I... I I don't know. I mean, they didn't give a lot of advance notice for this video, the 30th anniversary video, but I, I also didn't think it was all that important of a video either. But, you know, I, I, I don't think that they do that bad of, of communicating. I thought they've done a really nice job. Um, Yeah, but I, I think in relation to that video, though, is, yeah, it 
it, it did seem a little <laughs> to, to Chris's point, just not, not reading the room, I guess is, is probably the biggest thing. And okay. I, I guess the hard part is, is that, you know, you know, even us on this podcast, you know, we all have different things that we want to get out of DVC. So, you know, them putting out those kinds of things doesn't, um, yeah, it's not going to resonate with everybody all the time. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that's a all hard right. one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It yeah. is. Why don't we go ahead and do our ad and then we can, uh, talk about other stuff. All right, cool. Uh, we have DVC resale market. Okay. Uh, so DVC Resale Market, a world of DVC company, is the leader in the DVC resale industry with 13 former Disney Vacation Club guides and three former Disney Vacation Club quality assurance managers. If you're thinking of buying DVC, browse the largest selection of DVC resale listings anywhere with DVC experts on hand seven days a week to answer your questions. If you're thinking of selling, turn to the friendly professionals at DVC Resale Market where over 98% of listings sell within 30 days. In 2020, DVC Resale Market helped over 3,600 families join or add on to their memberships. Go to dvcresalemarket.com or call 1-844-DVC-PROS. That's 382-7767. And please let them know that Welcome Home sent you if you you ever do reach out to them. That got clumsy at the end. It did. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was was having trouble reading that. (laughs) That's why we had the other line in. (laughs) All right. I think it was an end needed to be there. The end, the the no end gotcha, Trevor. Yeah. Yeah. I know. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. We try things and they don't always work. And some of us just suck at reading. (laughs) (laughs) So referring back to the video we were just talking about, I didn't watch it. I'm going to be honest. Wasn't all that interested in watching it. Um, just because it, it just didn't seem like it was anything a big deal. It was just like a musical celebration or whatever. And I was like, all right, well, I don't really, I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. So I didn't watch it. I just kind of saw the uh, thing afterwards. So we talked about already the Epcot member lounge is, is good until, uh, until for the rest of the year. But again, that is a year to year thing, like we talked about. So that's every year they announced that it's, it's good for another year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think technically top of the world is year to year too. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they don't, it's, it's not as, uh, it, that feels a lot more permanent. So nobody really worries about that going away. Um, this, this, uh, uh, selfie, uh, scenic, bleh, scenic selfies, sca- that's hard to say. Scenic selfies scavenger hunt, uh, is launching on February 16th. It's a thing where you go and take a bunch of selfies around the parks and then you get like a pin or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's, that's, no. that's weird. Yeah. No. Not interested. <laughs> yeah. no, don't really care. <laughs> yeah. The one I found interesting is that DVC is now going to allow owners to use up to four points, four years worth of points uh, for adventures by Disney trip trips. So essentially, like if you if you want to book an adventures by Disney trip, you can use 2019, 2020, 2021, and 2022, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it's something, you know, like it, it's entirely because of the pandemic. And yeah, sure. You know, at, at least Disney is, you know, they're, they're trying to give some options instead of points just expiring. Right. Like they're at, at the very least. Yeah. It, it's, you know, they realized, you know, a bunch of people just having losing a year's worth of points is going to leave a bad taste in their mouth. And will you know, that that has a larger effect, even though it's only one year's worth of points. People remember that a lot more than anything else. So, you know, giving them at least an alternative or, you know, you know, being able to plan for something like this. I, I, I think they had to do it, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and adventures by Disney trips are like pretty expensive as far yeah. as points go. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that's, that's really interesting. It, it, they also, this article mentioned there was no mention of the 50% borrowing limitation for those bookings. So kind of seems like there's not that limitation in place. Uh, that's currently there. So interesting. And then uh, they also mentioned to 15% savings at Disney golf course, 20% merchandise savings and 10% off many dining locations. So the usual, but, yeah, kind of the usual, <laughs> you know, nothing yeah. super special out of that, out of that thing. But again, I, I didn't go in with high expectations. I went in with, okay, this will just be like a little promotional video. And so I'm not going to bother. So I think some people were hoping for like major announcements. Yeah, and and this is not going to be the year if if that's no. what you were expecting. Like, 
Sorry, but even like I, I realized this when um, speaking of Moonlight Magic, you know, I, I was talking to my wife the other day and it was like, I realized, you know, normally they announce Moonlight Magic in like November or December and there's there's been nothing like so. So, you know, people asking about, you know, is Moonlight Magic coming back this year? Probably not. So if if we're not getting that, I wouldn't expect anything else to be coming down the pipe right now either. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I wouldn't either. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about Jungle Cruise. Yeah. Um, so did you watch this video? Uh, I did watch this video. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this for, for a couple of different reasons. I, I, I'm excited of the idea of having a cohesive storyline in this ride, which they, I mean, never really did before. It was kind of, you know, like jumping from one thing to another and which part of was the charm of it. But, um, you know the idea that they're going to kind of give some of the characters in in the uh, in the ride the backstory that there's going to be a crash boat, like one of the jungle jungle cruise boats is going to be crashed and have some uh, some uh, chimpanzees on it jumping on it, and uh, I guess there's also going to be one. Of, I guess there's going to be a skipper animatronic. I think I saw too, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's a fun change. I, I think it's it's going to be neat. It's not. I also like too that they're not uh, they. Uh, one of the Imagineers made it pretty clear that it's not gonna. It has nothing to do with the movie. Like that, they're not doing any movie tie tie-ins. So we're not gonna see uh, a, a rock uh, <laughs> a rock animatronic somewhere. I out think there. that's good. Yeah, I, I think, think that's so too. good. Um, you know, I go back and forth about the Jack Sparrow tie-in as well. Uh, it's good and it's bad, right? Like that's kind of yeah. the way you got to look at it. Well, I, listen, I love him as a character. Love, love, love. And, you know, hope that, you know, something gets worked out and he comes back to the franchise. If that's what they're going to do, that's great. But it's still, mm, I'm Mr. Nostalgia. So it, it breaks that a little bit. And I think anything like that would also break the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, I think it's good they're keeping the movie stuff out of it. Yeah. And and I guess further to that, it's like, like you said, you know, Jack Sparrow, great character, loved the movies. Having it continually in the rides like after we're kind of past the hype of the movies but there's it, new movies coming out will never be past the hype well yeah continue forever but, <laughs> but 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 those particular scenes are like you know those were worked into the earlier movies and that's it like it's it kind of becomes like a weird um time capsule i guess which eventually i i don't feel that you know Jack Sparrow necessarily makes as much sense in the ride the further you get away from the original movies. Um, I mean, I just I don't know how much sense he makes in the rides in general. <laughs> but I, I mean, mean it, it's, it's very forced in some places. Yes, but but like, let's look at it this way though. Like, if you didn't if you didn't know, like, let's say it, that character didn't exist, there wasn't a movie about it. He just looks like a general pirate character, you know? Like, they could, does he though? No. Yeah, he doesn't yeah, look he like does. any of the other ones. Well, not, he doesn't look okay, like any of the other ones. And the ones. focus is on him. It's more of a modern-looking pirate, but he still looks like a pirate. But you're right; he doesn't look like the other ones. Yeah, the other ones are a little more grimy and kind of you know older. Yes, but I'm just saying, like he still I just looks think like a from pirate. like a time frame standpoint. Like he looks newer. Yeah, yeah, yeah I get that. And yeah. and I just don't know that. Look, I love the character, so I, I'm not knocking the character, but. And I love the fact that he used to, right? Didn't he used to jump in the Disneyland one every once in a while? Is that yeah, rumor like or fiction? Show up live, yeah, yeah, that was like the thing that happened before, yeah. Super cool. I think there's a lot of cool things there, but man, keep keep them out of the rides, right? Like the ride is what spawned the movie, not the other way around. I but I do find it kind of neat that like the ride inspired a movie, and then the movie then ins- re-inspired the ride. That's kind but of it didn't. That's the problem. No, they, I, no, I just think it's kind of cool that it came back around like that. But I, you know, I understand your point though. I don't disagree completely. I, I, and is it is it crazy to say though that there's something different about you know Depp playing Sparrow versus The Rock playing somebody in Jungle Cruise because there kind of is. Like, what do you mean? I just don't know if the character in Jungle Cruise is going to be as iconic. Oh, yeah. Therefore, yeah. bringing him into the ride seems a little even more out of place. Because, again, is Jungle Cruise going to have the same amount of traction as Pirates? 
I mean, I guess it could, but I don't think I, so. I mean, yeah. when Pirates was first coming out, I think everyone was kind of looking at it the same way as, you know, that this could either go really good or really bad, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, I just, I don't know if there's enough yeah. stories in Jungle Cruise, is there? I, 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 th- I think there can be, but sorry, Trevor. I don't know what this movie's really going to be, though. I mean, like, we, we saw the teaser, but we don't, we don't really know what the movie is, right? I mean, we, we know what it's going to be about, but. Um, you know, I mean, theoretically, I guess if it makes a billion dollars, you know, they're going to make it a, like a trilogy. But how, how many pirates movies are there? Like eight five. million? Five at least. Yeah, I think there's. Yeah, five, like right? I said, I just think there's something a little bit more iconic about it, which, again, yeah. while I don't love Jack Sparrow in there. You're, you're right, Trevor. It leans on something a little bit more towards what you were saying. There's there's this there's a lot of Jack Sparrow. To already right, I'm, I'm glad they just didn't do it now, especially with the Jungle Cruise not iconic from a movie standpoint. I like The Rock too. I think he's funny. I think he's good. But Jumanji is great, right? Yeah, like I love, yeah. I love him in Jumanji. I just don't know if it's iconic enough yet to bring him in, especially when they're doing this refresh right now, prior to anything large. Wow, the, the last Pirates movie was only 2017. It feels like it was longer ago to me. Yeah. That, again, it, but but and also think about like when was the first Pirates movie? Like 2000. 2003. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right? Like that's yeah, the the problem is is yeah, Pirates it has it, it's had the years to kind of bake itself in and for us to get used to it. This Jungle Cruise thing is very new and and like what you're saying, Damon, they 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 can't go all in on it if they don't know how the movie is going to go. If they do these changes and then the movie turns out like Haunted Mansion, that's, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like we uh, never ended up with Eddie Murphy at uh, Haunted ex- Mansion. <laughs> exactly. That, that's exactly it, is that, you know, it, there's a very wide spectrum of how well-received it can be. And, and as far as Jungle Cruise goes, the, the, the bigger problem, I think, is that you know, they're, they're framing it as, you know, kind of an Indiana Jones adventure movie with all the, the one-liner quips in it, which, you know, obviously Dwayne Johnson will do well in that role, but yeah. the Jungle Cruise totally misses that whole adventure part of it. Like if they, if they try and force that into it with him, it's not going to, it's not going to jive well. And then it's going to take away the thing that people like, which is the quips and the spontaneity of the ride. Like obviously they're, they're trying to make it a little bit more cohesive, but there, it sounds like they're still leaving it open enough that the skippers have a level of control over the flow of the ride. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think they'll always have that. Right. So, but I, I it is kind of cool to have like a cohesive storyline because you guys have all been on jungle cruise before where there are people that are on it that just kind of don't get it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. plenty of people that just don't get it. <laughs> like, and and just don't understand why everyone's laughing and at the bad jokes. And I, I kind of think this is going to help a little bit to have a cohesive story. It will help some of those people. And it'll still be funny. Like they're saying, like, listen, they're still going to make it funny. Like they're going to still have that same kind of tone, the same bad jokes. There's just going to be more of a story around the characters that are in there and more of a co- cohesive storyline. And and I, I, th- I think that's I a like good that. thing. Yeah. yeah, I would agree. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not up th- that upset about these changes. I, I think it's it's it feels minor, and I, you know, to the point where it doesn't even sound like they're going to close the ride for it. Like it just kind of sounds like it's going to happen sometime this year, right? <laughs> they didn't oh, even say that the ride's going to close. I, I'm sure there will be a closure, just like every time they've done upgrades to pirates, is you know it goes down for you know a month or two or whatever, and then yeah. and then it'll be in there. Um, one thing to know, um, so the boats that are crashed on the shore and stuff. Um, again, you know, with them kind of making it more cohesive, those boats. So the names of those boats were actual ride boats at one point that were decommissioned, which is cool. It's, yeah, a, it's so, a fun little Easter egg for, yeah, yeah. Again, you know, bringing it all back into the, um, the, the universe of the jungle cruise. Right. Exactly. So, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so this is cool. I think it's going to be fun. And I, like I said, I'm glad that they're not putting it as part of the movie movie either. Um, you know, and, and they're not, uh, and, and Damon, I think you wanted to talk about the Jungle Cruise game. I did. Yeah. So I, I did get the Jungle Cruise game. It's not bad. It's not bad game. It's kind of fun. I would say it is a little simplistic, right? But that's okay. But it was definitely an enjoyable game to play. So I, I'd consider yeah. it a fun family game. 
that's a game I wanted to buy when I saw it was coming out, and I, I just didn't get around to it. So it, it's uh, it definitely one that I want because uh, it looks kind of fun. So yeah. is that one? T- is the game tied to the movie or to the ride? I mean, you're you're pretty much just trying to get to the end, and, and what it's about is is that you're trying to pick up your cargo and all that, right? And then at the same time, you have to kind of guess at which family is gonna be the one that. I don't know, makes it to the end and whatever that case may be, what ends up happening there is they're worth more points at the end. So you kind of have to see, Oh no, I guess what there's these little spots where you can stop and you can see what families are at each one of those locations. You have to guess who the family is at the end. And if you do, you get more points and you're just kind of going around the board. Yeah. So it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So it has a bit of a clue thing going on with it. Yeah. a, A little bit more simplistic, but yes, for sure. Okay. I'll definitely definitely have to check that one out. It's expensive, though. All their games are expensive, man. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not cheap. There's a lot of games that are real. Like, if you buy, like, uh, you know, Catan, which is one of our favorite games around this house, it's like 60 bucks for that game. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Some of these board games are pr- pretty pricey. but Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Just, just imagine how they are up here. Are they even more expensive up there? Absolutely. Uh, oh, my gosh. Like 80, 90 bucks. Jeez. Yep. That's crazy. <laughs> All right. So I, I, uh, the new uh, lightsaber model that's going to be that you're going to be able to build at uh, at, at uh, Galaxy's Edge has been announced. And I, I don't know. I'm not familiar and with nobody this cares. at all. Uh, Cal- Kestis? I I should know who that is, and I don't. Well, and it's from a video game. That's why I figured both you guys oh. would know. Is this um, Jedi Fallen Order? Yeah, I was going to say, is this Fallen Order? Because I never played Fallen Order. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm okay. not familiar. Okay, that makes sense. All right. <laughs> I was like, who, cool. who is Cal? Okay, yeah, he's he was... Uh, um, I, I thought he was uh, working for Vader in that game, or maybe I'm confusing it with a different one. Yeah, I I mean I haven't played that game and so but I you know I'm only like uh I don't want to say a casual Star Wars fan so I don't go like deep into Star Wars so I thought maybe when I read this name I was like all right well maybe this is just from like the animated show or like you know one of the other shows that I haven't watched and that's why I don't know about it but apparently this one's from the video game which I think it's kind of cool they're they're bringing something from the video game into into real life that's kind of neat uh but have you guys looked at it did you take a look at the picture yeah, I'm I'm looking at it right now and it's it's definitely a cool lightsaber. Um I, I like that, you know, they, they kept the damage to it intact, or at yeah. least on the on the prototype. Well, and they and apparently you can also make it like a double edged one too, like so you can do a double. Yeah. Which is cool. Well, I think all of them you can do that, right? You can, oh really? Can you do it with all of them? I thought it was only certain ones, but Oh, maybe. Yeah, actually I, I guess know. thinking about like Dooku's and stuff, you probably couldn't do a double. Yeah. Yeah. I'm surprised Damon I don't, Damon doesn't care about this. I thought this would be something that Damon would be interested in. <laughs> Damon does really not care about this. Wow. Okay. It, yeah, it, it it's it's hard, right? Cuz you know, it, it's nice to look at these things, but you know, I'm never going to make one. Like I I I'm not going to be again, probably because I never played the game and you know, I I enjoy Star Wars, but also I I find at different points, like, you know, I'll I'll deep dive into it and then I'll kind of pull back and, and not, um, not be as interested, particularly with the games. I I have a very big love hate relationship with the games because some of them have been really good over the years. And then there's other ones that just did not feel good at all. And I think by the time this one came out, I was kind of, um, I was still salty from, uh, battlefront Two. Um, which was uh, a game that came out a couple years ago that, um, yeah, it, it wasn't as good as I had hoped it was going to be. So I, I think I kind of avoided this one just based on that, which, you know, may have been a mistake, but, uh, yeah, it, it, it's hard to get invested in every single thing about star Wars, right? Cause it's not always, <laughs> it's not always as good as, uh, as they make it out to be. <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. I get that. It uh, it, it is uh, this. I mean, I'm assuming this game was somewhat good then because uh, you know, obviously, this won a fan vo- vote. So, 
Um, I guess some you know pe- some people yeah. played this and liked it. I guess I don't know. <laughs> this won't be available till fall, by the way. They're just previewing it now. So, all right. Well, we don't have to talk about that anymore. We can go yeah. do our, our <laughs> other ad for the episode. <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll do better than I did. I'll try to. You, you will. You will do better than me. Uh, I, all right. I, I'm feeling confident. But this is our new ad, though, so I haven't done this one a bunch of times. All right. All right. So, Monero Financial. If you're looking for financing options for your DVC purchase, look no further than Monero Financial. Like we talked about earlier with DVC Resale, if you're looking to buy DVC Resale, look to uh, Monero Financial to uh, help with your financing. Monero, a world of DVC company, is the industry leader for financing DVC resale contracts. Monero offers lending with no credit checks, often very low down payments, terms as long as 10 years, and no prepayment penalties. If you're thinking of purchasing a DVC contract, go check out their quick online quote first. You might be surprised at just how affordable joining DVC can be. Go to MoneroFinancial.com or call 317 245 8800 and most importantly let them know that welcome home sent you just a lot of silence from you guys okay (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for that one to settle in yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i'm excited about this maybe just selfishly because i'm gonna be at epcot for the uh flower and garden festival so i'm gonna get to check out some of these places but uh you know Pretty pretty excited for for uh, the announcement of all the different food kitchens out there, and we don't have to go through these one by one. We just really go quickly go through them. But and I didn't I didn't list them in our outline, so you actually have to click on the link if you want to see them. But um, you know, so there's going to be uh one in Germany that has a uh, you know a Bavarian bites as it's uh, put here, which sounds good. A cider house, which I'm very much down with. I don't know if you guys are into cider, but I I love a good cider. I don't know if these are alcoholic ciders or if they're just apple ciders or I don't know. Are you guys, do you guys do ciders? Um, me? not really. I'm, I'm just reading down this list. Um, yeah. Yeah. The, the ciders don't sound interesting. <laughs> the one that stood out <laughs> to me was uh trowel and trellis, which is, is oh, trellis. It is not what I would associate with the name of a restaurant, but apparently the, um, the food there is very, or it's all plant-based. Yeah. It's it all seems plant-based quite inventive. Meats. Yeah. 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 That one sounds good. I also, I like the, the honey bistro, uh, which is all, all honey based, uh, things, which sound kind of cool. Uh, I, I like that idea. Uh, and then, Oh, the citrus blossom, lemon, orange, and lime. Uh, I'm a big, big citrus person. So I think that sounds fun. Um, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of things in here that looks good to me. We'll have to when they release the menus, we can go through the foods. But yeah, yeah right now we just we just see what these are going to be. But I'm excited about this. I'm excited to go. I'll definitely uh, take a lot of pictures of of everything. And I think we we don't plan on doing any dining that day. We're going to do you know like just eating around the world basically. So I'm I'm going to take this opportunity to call out Disney or any of these particular places. So. So this last week, I actually found at my local grocery store that somebody made a non-dairy cheesecake, which oh. it was actually good. Like I, I, I bought a slice of it and I had it and it was good. Like to, to me, it was, you know, it, it's, it satisfied that same flavor of cheesecake. If these, if these places, you know, can't handle doing more non-dairy stuff you like i'm gonna be disappointed i'm just saying so i i hope whatever comes of of these uh, um these places you know they they need to be more inventive and that's why that one place stuck stood out to me the the trowel and trellis is it's like hey you know they are starting to you know think outside the box and go beyond like yeah you know obviously pr- people can't eat you know certain things like dairy gluten whatever like i i want to see more options like that please <laughs> Yeah, that would be good. I, I think it's cool that they have an entire booth just filled with, like you said, the plant-based meats. That's pretty cool uh, that they that they're doing that. Um, but yeah, it'd be it'd be nice to have more of those options too, Trevor. I, I get that. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk about this more when it gets closer and we can actually see, uh, you know, uh, some of the some of the different food items. We go do do our normal food thing that we like to do. But um, so the festival starts March third, runs through July fifth. Uh, so I, like I told everybody, I'll be there at the end of April, um, you know, walking around. So 
I'm I'm really scared about this trip, by the way, because I you know we we only have three days that we're going to the parks, and you know I put one day for Hollywood Studios, and I'm just thinking to myself, man, if I don't get Rise of the Resistance, if I don't get in that virtual queue, I'm going to be so mad because <laughs> I don't I won't have another time to do it. We didn't do park hoppers; we just did straight tickets. So I'm like, if I miss that, I'm going to be so mad. <laughs> Now, you don't have to be in the park anymore to get. No. Okay. No. So. Yeah. No, you don't. So, so that is, uh, that is a benefit of absolutely. But I, you know, I'm just, uh, you know, I just, I'm just worried about it. I don't want to, I don't want to not get it. That would really suck. Yeah. No, I, I get it. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's always going to be there. That's the thing. Like if I yeah. miss it, it's it's not like it's going to be gone next year. True. You know, or whenever the next time I go. So it's just Yeah, the the hard part is, is it's like you said, it, it it's that, you know, having such a a limited window for these things right now is just adding a whole extra level of stress, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, well good luck to you on your uh on your adventures. <laughs> <laughs> well, not for a few more months. Yeah, I know. But, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> but thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. All right. So Disneyland. Disneyland yeah. updates. So I'll, I'll let you cover the different Disneyland yeah. updates as our resident <laughs> Disneyland person. The, as the only person who set foot in Disneyland. Here. Yes, that's okay. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So so Disneyland Resort pass holders will be known as legacy pass holders now. Uh, discounts will continue and other perks are to be announced, uh, which interesting that uh, or well, it's good, you know, that they're still allowing um, they're still allowing the the previous pass holders to still get their 30 percent merchandise discounts. Um, until February 25th. So it sounds like, um, it sounds like for people who still have annual passes, they're at least giving them some options to use them for the next month. Um, what it sounds like is that with, uh, after February 25th, um, or, oh, sorry. Yeah. After the 25th, the, the discounts will still be in place at downtown Disney and Buena Vista street. But, um, Obviously, Disneyland is still not open. They are also going to be, um, or yeah, obviously they are going to be opening Downtown Disney and California Adventure again, just for shopping and uh, and dining, which again is a start. But uh, I I think it's still going to be a ways before um, before the parks actually open in California. And it sounds like anybody who is a Legacy Pass holder can't assume that they're going to that their passes are just going to suddenly come back into effect. When Disney opens back up again, well, no, because they canceled yeah. everybody, right? So, well, yeah, yeah, they, 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 yeah, and this, this was their trick with that is that they, they've canceled old passes and, and they now call them legacy pass holders just so that they can still make use of their discounts and everything. But, um, yeah, going forward, there won't be anything allowing legacy pass holders into the parks. That seems to be how they're, they're yeah, getting around exactly. That. Like they yeah. don't, they don't have an annual pass anymore, but they just still get some of the perks. Yeah. Which, again, is fine, and it's, you know, just one of those things that, you know, Disneyland is is just in a worse, or, well, California is in a worse spot than than Florida at the moment. So, um, just got to be patient, and, yeah, hopefully, hopefully you know, the, they're talking about, you know, February 25th. I'm, I'm hoping that, you know, by beginning of March, we might actually see some plans for reopening in Disneyland. That would be nice. Yeah, I just saw today that one California amusement park announced that they're going to be reopening on May 11th, assuming everything goes to plan. Yeah. So who knows what Disneyland's going to do? Uh, I'm sure you know they're a little bit different than like you know uh, I forget what park it was. I I don't remember. I read it, but I there was you know Not Disneyland's a little bit different something. than like an amusement park. So yeah. Yeah, it was either knots or six six flags, like I think it was six flags, I wanna say, but I could be wrong. Or maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that's not I mean that that's just a big roller coaster park. It's, I think it was a cedar I think it was a cedar fair park, so it probably wasn't six flags, but I don't think it was Knott's Berry Farm either, so I, I don't remember. But uh but yeah, somebody said they were gonna open in May, so we'll see. We'll see yeah. what Disney does. Yeah, don't hold your breath. all right so god the last thing i have on here go ahead what are you gonna say well i was gonna say so so this next one i i feel a little hurt by this (laughs) yeah but i i mean i also understand it too because he's a busy guy so so eric idol 
doesn't remember filming Journey into Imagination with Figment, which, you know, he very prevalent, prevalent, uh, I can't say words today. He's very prevalent in that ride. Yes, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, which is, is, it's funny and a little sad at the same time that, uh, you know, yeah, he obviously filmed all these scenes and um, it came out on Twitter or somebody tweeted him some stuff from uh, Journey to Imagination and I can't, can't remember what he mistook it for. I said something about he loved working with Don Rickles, and it's like, what does that have to do? What with are you that? talking about? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He thought it was the dra- two-headed dragon he did for Warner's Quest for Camelot. I don't know what that is. Oh, it's uh, that was a cartoon. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then someone else pointed out, no, that that was Figment, and then he said. He goes, to be fair, I never saw the finished thing. I just recorded voices in L.A. And then someone else reminded him, no, you actually film stuff. <laughs> like, you were actually in it. <laughs> like, you, you were in a studio filming and... <laughs> wow. <laughs> but Yeah. But again, I get that. You know, he's, he's definitely a busy guy. Like, you know, if you've ever watched Monty Python stuff over the years, he's, you know, he's done quite a lot of stuff. And, and unfortunately, it, you know for as many of the roles that we get attached to, there is lots of actors and actresses that um, they don't remember all the roles that they've been in, which is crazy when you, when you think about, you know, how, how impactful it is to us and to them it's you know, they just go somewhere, they record something for a day, but like, you know, like Eric said, you know, he didn't see the finished product. So to him, it's just like, okay, I did this thing. And, you know, he has no idea that it's like a, a major <laughs> feature of a theme park somewhere <laughs> that is pretty funny yeah I, I i do feel bad for him though too because i think you know part of it is because he you know he's he's an older guy too he's probably what almost 80 at this point he's got to be so yeah. i mean that probably he probably doesn't remember it he did it a long time ago you know i, I get it it's just kind of funny because it's seen all day every day you know at the most pop- popular theme park and and so many people have seen it and he doesn't even know that he did it so it's just kind of funny yeah all right. Um, what was David, this? did you put something on here about Ratatouille stuff? Yeah, I put stuff on there. Yeah, what is this? <laughs> just, okay. So, so I guess Lee was saying that she posted in the group that there's some Ratatouille stuff now out there, so she was hopeful oh. that the ride would be soon. But I, I thought this stuff was kind of cool. No, this I is th- in the group. You know, it it, it is kind of cool. I actually just sent you guys a link. I pulled it up real quick. Um yeah, there's some cool stuff in here, like, uh, you know... The, I like the plush a lot, actually. The what? The plush. Oh, the plush is cool, yeah. I like the plush. The ears are... Meh. Okay. Can I point out how wrong those ears seem? Like, like they're rat ears compared to mouse ears? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or also that, yeah, I mean, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, I mean, n- nothing against rats. First, <laughs> let me say that. But it's just, you know, in in Disney, like, you know where Mickey Mouse is the mouse and then you have rat ears. And and I and I like the plush but what I'm going to say is why does the Remy plush have to have Ratatouille's adventure on the hat like so you don't forget where of, you got it. You got to brand yeah. the ride, man. You, well, <laughs> no, but it's it talks too, I guess. Yeah, it's, it speaks in English and French. I just I just cool. yeah, I, I like it. I just wish it didn't have that on the hat like you want to put like a thing on the butt that says that like okay but That's just yeah. kind of kind of breaks the illusion of the talking rat i get that yeah it's a little uh, too in your face yeah it's fair. and then I, I think like we's gonna, gonna be just too mad if we don't talk about those what are those things again uh numios numios i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> they're the little plushes that you can dress up or something I have no I mean, idea what you're talking they about. They looked kind of cool. Cabbage what, what Patch Kids? Numos or something? <laughs> N-U-I-M-O-S. Numos? Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of neat, I guess. They're these um, plush characters, but you can kind of design them and oh, put, okay. like, gear on them and, and stuff like that. If you just, if you just Google it, they're, they're on Shop Disney. Oh yeah, I found I found the on the on the Disney Parks blog, I found a Yeah. yeah. They're kind of cool. Like, I get it. 
It's funny though that in the pictures that it's all adults with them on the shop. <laughs> and it's not a kid, yeah. <laughs> but that's funny. Oh, I think apparently, kind of neat. I think these started in Japan. I would assume so. Which is probably why you see a lot of adults with them because yeah. that's like it, it's a big thing over there, like collecting plushies and. Well, just collectibles in general. <laughs> I think that if they go beyond the regular characters, like if there was DuckTales of these, like I might be kind of in on it. I'm not going to lie to you. But just the regular characters, the regular characters for me are just passe. Like the Donald one looks cool, right? But I'm just like, well. But if you gave me like, I see that there is Stitch, which is kind of neat. But if there was other like other characters, that would be kind of cool. Well, that just shows you that you know this, uh, you know that why the fact that Stitch is there that it started in Japan and China because Stitch is huge in those yeah. areas. Yeah, Stitch is like one of the more popular characters I think in uh, Japan and China. So yeah, he took over their tiki room. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, this is definitely kind of cool, though. <laughs> it's interesting. It's different. Yeah. I, I've never seen these. These are if they cool. if they expand, like I said, if they expand the line, I, I think it would be in. Yeah. Yeah, it would be kind of cool, but I felt like we kind of had to mention them. So those were the two things. Lee, I got you. So don't got say you covered, we, Lee. Don't, don't say we don't talk about your posts. We did. We talked about <laughs> three of them at this point now. There you go. Just this Look episode. That. Look at that. I think I might. Uh, my son always likes Stitch stuff, so I'll probably have to look at getting him one of these Stitch plushies. There you point. go. Yeah. There you go. Nice. All right. Anything else you guys want to talk about, or should we just go ahead and wrap up? Oh, well, let's see. We got the group, right? So the group's been doing well. A lot of new people. Thank you, everybody. So just remember that Tom said when we get 2,000 people in the group, he's going to give something away. I don't know what that is, though. I don't think Tom I, knows I said, what that is. I said that? It sounded like, well, you don't like plushes, so I feel like we had to. I don't I don't remember saying that, but okay, sure. <laughs> we can give something away. That's fine. I'm gonna, cool with it. So, so, so Tom just said away. we're giving something away at 2,000 listeners. Yeah, so not the, not the 2,000th <laughs> person, but a rando of the 2,000. Yeah. I mean, we can, yeah, anytime you guys want, we can give something away. That's fine. I don't care. And we'll then, be at 2,000 in, in no time, like in a day or two. <laughs> nah, I don't know about that. I mean, that would be nice. But our group is growing well. Thank you, everybody. I mean, I'd love for more people posted so I could take some breaks. I know my posts are awesome, so I get that. But I get tired, you know. So that's all. And I appreciate everyone that went in and got us over 200 now iTunes reviews. That was super nice of everybody. Yeah, but it's I like guess- 222 now. Oh, nice. Okay. That's what I like to hear. So much appreciated. Yes. Definitely appreciate that. All right, Trevor, you want to wrap up? Yeah, for sure. Okay, as usual, if uh, anyone wants to reach us, you know, if you have questions, if you have uh, stories you want to share or anything, please send us an email at welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com because we we love talking to you guys. And if uh, you want to get us on Facebook, uh, you can reach us as Welcome Home Podcast. And as Damon mentioned, if you haven't joined the group yet, uh, it's the Welcome Home Disney waitlist. Uh, make sure you get in the group because there is lots of uh, lots of great discussions that go on in there. Everyone's very cool, very relaxed. It's a very fun group. And uh, we'd love to see more of you guys in there that that listen to the show. And if you have... Uh, if um, you want to subscribe to our YouTube channel, you can subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast on YouTube. Uh, anytime we do live shows or anything like that, you will see those pop up on YouTube in case you miss them. Um, we, we do post them on Facebook, but uh, you can always go back and watch them again on YouTube. And if you have an Instagram account, you can always follow us as Welcome Home Picks. Uh, we, we post there a couple times a week. And if you want to uh, get some merchandise, make sure you go to store.welcomehomepodcast.com and uh, Check out some of the stuff we have there. We can uh, we can get masks and mugs and t-shirts and uh, I don't know if there's is there been anything new up there besides masks. I know masks have been the big thing for a while. I actually haven't looked if they've added any new stuff to the store lately. I'll be honest, I don't know. Okay, well, if you guys if you guys see <laughs> I'll something have to take new, a look. yeah, make sure. Yeah, well, we'll we'll have a look. But if you guys uh, and I guess you know further to that, if, there, if there's other stuff you guys want to see, not hats. You're not getting hats. Don't ask for hats. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you're not getting hats. Just stop asking for hats. <laughs> that's funny. Hats are special. So no. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So yeah. If uh, but yeah, if if there's other ideas you guys want to see on the store, make sure you uh, you let us know. And as usual, you know, as Damon said, 
uh, the, the reviews on iTunes are great because it does help more people find the podcast and, you know, hopefully get more listeners and more people in the community. Um, but you know, please, uh, make sure you, you do leave us a review on iTunes. You know, if, if you like Tom, leave a five-star review. If you like Damon, leave a one-star review and somewhere <laughs> in the middle, I guess I'll take the rest. So no, all five stars, <laughs> I refuse anything but five stars. Wait, so do, the thing is there's been some, there's been some funny ones. So I, I like the fact that we're getting people, um, giving us funny ones and we're getting closer, I think, than to being able to just type in welcome home podcast. Like if I do iTunes, welcome home podcast, we come up first. I think if I flip flop it though, the problem is we don't come up first. So I don't know. What would you say, Tom? 220? It's 208. I, I, I just saw 222. I thought. Did you? I don't know. I, that's hmm. maybe, 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 uh, we're looking at different numbers, but it's over 200. So. It's over 200. So, so again, while well, we appreciate it. Jeremy tried to get funny on his, I, Jeremy, I'm sorry to tell you. I just don't know how funny it was. <laughs> Take that, Jeremy. <laughs> he usually he's got some good ones. All right. So uh, the, the one from AG Steve. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. I've listened for nearly a year and these guys are pretty good. Damon ruins the podcast record of record streak of carnivores, but I guess every show benefits from an alternate alternate view. You can really get in a down downward spiral and forget to eat, sleep, or shower if you try listening to all the back episodes for <laughs> those starting up their own <laughs> podcast. If you don't have Damon on your podcast, then you need to rethink your host. This guy has... Ha, well, oh, the guys have lots of banter. I, Trevor, it's me too. I can't read today too. Yeah, it's, no, 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 it's no. a day. It's, it's, it's a funnily word. It's, it's oddly worded because he's taking, he's taking parts of the negative reviews and inserting them into his yeah that's what he's doing yeah so uh, let's say about banter but mostly good things going on at disney dvc but aren't afraid to tackle the tough topics like disney calling anything poutine if it has fries if i have one complaint it's that i love hearing about dvc but damon drags down the shower curtains in the villas why does he have to hate the shower curtains so much he may show up as a Muppet, but we're still so close to finding out who Damon really is. That was funny. <laughs> it's funny, yeah. But the other one is good, too. Uh, Murphy YM said that her crazy friend... Um, oh, I don't know if it's a she. Hold on. So it says, a friend recommended this podcast to me years ago. They told me this is the best podcast available. Well, this was my crazy friend, so of course I listened just to prove her wrong. Two years later, I look forward to seeing this podcast in my podcast player. Don't tell my friend she was right. There we go. <laughs> Yay. I just like that that first one you read that they they took little clips from all the one star reviews and put them in there like the downward yes. spiral and that was good. Uh, yeah there's a couple funny things in there funny references so yeah so please review us if you haven't done so already and just really- be funny so you don't have to be mean you can just be funny though yeah yeah, yeah. sure if you're gonna be mean at least be funny <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, any podcast app out there. You can just search for Welcome Home and you can find us. Just a reminder to our listeners, Welcome Home Podcast is for entertainment only. We are not employed by the Walt Disney Company and as such, any and all opinions we express on the show are our own. So please consult a DVC representative or Disney cast member for more information about anything we talked about today. Big thank you to our sponsors, DVC Resale Market and Monera for sponsoring this episode please check them out uh join us next time for more disney parks discussion of course more dvc talk we hope to see you all real soon this is skipper albert a wall the voice of the jungle signing off from welcome home podcast on the dvc when we hit a chair